Welcome to the Amore Podcast on AmorePodcast.com. On this episode, I talked to actress Blair Bomar. Blair was born in Dallas, Texas. She earned a degree in theater and dance at the University of Texas. She also studied at the London Academy of Music and Dramatic Art and the American Academy of Dramatic Arts in New York. She booked her first role opposite Ali Mashalka, Vanessa Hudgens, and Lisa Kudrow in 2009 and has since appeared in several indie projects and guest starred on CBS's hit series, CSI. Blair can also be seen in the recently released film, Always Watching, A Marble Hornets Story, which is a feature film continuation of the YouTube popular Marble Hornets series. Blair can currently be seen on the Robert Rodriguez's horror series, From Dusk Till Dawn, on the El Rey Network, which airs Tuesday nights at 9. Here's my interview with actress Blair Bomar. Your latest project, From Dusk Till Dawn, on El Rey Network, Talk about that, and were you a fan of the show before joining it in season two? And um, also talk about your character on that show. And um, well, yeah, very much so. My I originally saw From Dust Till Dawn the, the movie in 1996 when it first came out, um, and I was just kind of mesmerized by it. I was always a big fan of Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez, and and you have Salma Hayek and George Clooney, and I just I love the film. Then I've always been a big fan of the horror genre and sci-fi and um, I don't know it's just a really it's a really kind of cool gritty raw mix of that um, so I was a fan of the original cast and then yeah the, the, the series got on my radar last year I checked it out because I always kind of try to keep up with what's going on in Austin Texas which is where I went to college I'm actually I'm from Dallas Texas uh and after I graduated, I got involved in the film community there, and um, it was a really wonderful experience, so I try to get back as much as possible, and actually being cast in the show in the end of the second season was such a sweet, wonderful homecoming, because I got to go back and hang out at Troublemaker Studios and yeah. meet the new cast, um, and, and it was wonderful. Yeah, my, my character, as I said, her name is Alice. She's the head waitress at the local honky tonk called Jack and I Jeds, um, <laughs> and she gets into just a little bit of trouble, but is very sweet and sugary on the outside. Make sure that her patrons get their orders. So that's kind of what that's a little taste. Okay, of, I think I answered your question. Yeah, yeah, you did, <laughs> and uh, and it airs Tuesday nights at nine o'clock on El Rey Network. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is and All it's right. also on Netflix. And you've worked alongside so Vanessa Hudgens, Lisa Kudrow, and you've had a small part in CSI. So was there one role uh, that was your favorite, and then was there one um, actor actress that you've worked with that's been your favorite? Band Slam was one of the first films I did in Austin, and I remember walking in to my trailer the first day. I had never done the whole hair and makeup bit, and it was Lisa Kudrow that I was sitting next to, and I... <laughs> I was such a fan of her just in general, but Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion, this yeah. film I probably have seen like a hundred times, and it took everything in me to not like sit next to her and be like, I'm the Mary, I'm the Mary. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that movie, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a cult classic. Yes, <clears throat> yes, yes. So I exercised some control, some self-control, and didn't say that, but she was lovely to work with and really... I mean, I had a smaller part, and she sort of took me aside and was like, you know, you're really great, and tell me what's going on with your career, and how can I help? And I was I was really impressed um, just kind of with who she was as a human, aside from her wonderful acting skills. 
Um, and also watching Claire Dane and Tipple Grandin was mesmerizing. She basically, she stayed in character for, I mean, I was only on set for a couple of days. She stayed in character the majority of the time and worked very closely with someone meticulously kind of charting how she felt and what was going on. She was playing Tipple Grandin, who's actually an autistic woman. Um, and yes, that was fabulous. And then I would say... I mean, I really haven't had a bad experience working on a film. I mean, sometimes when you get into the indie stuff and it's really low budget, you know, that's, that's more challenging just because of the conditions. But I just, I've met so many wonderful friends throughout the years doing, working in TV and film. I think, you know, you really throw your heart into a project and then you all have something to be proud of and share in the end. So it's a cool process yeah. for sure. Okay, and, and you've done television and movies. Is one medium um, different from the other in the way you prepare for that role uh, and the way you go about it? Yeah. Yes. This is my first recurring role on the TV show. With CSI, I was a, I was a juicy guest star, so my character did go through a lot. Like, I, <laughs> I fought with my mother. I had a big fight with my boyfriend. I also got to, like, dance down a red carpet and steal a car (laughs) and then I got to die and they painted me silver which took like two hours and it happened five times head to toe that was quite (laughs) the experience Um, and then let's see no okay so with From Dust Till Dawn my first recurring role you know I have an arc and you have to you have to think about consistency when you're preparing um for the different episodes and also for each episode there's a different director so it's kind of um, a new energy at play and you really have to hold hold firm to your character and know who she is and why she's doing what she's doing um, and really just be clear and consistent with those choices so that's kind of a fun challenge Um, whereas with a film you're going to be working with the same director it's just different yeah um, it is different, but, but, you know, in, with the audition process, it's kind of the same. We hope you, if, if material resonates with you, you find yourself in the character, you find the character in you, and you go for it. Yeah, yeah, so the that, whole process how, is the same. how it starts. Yeah. All right, and this is kind of a fun question. In a biopic of your life, what actress would you want to play you in that role, and why? <laughs> <laughs> Question. It's hard to choose. <laughs> I mean, okay, you you asked me that question, and I looked down. Reese Witherspoon is staring at me on the cover of Women's Health. Okay. Uh, she, everyone always says that I look like Reese Witherspoon. Like uh, that's what I get more than anything. And it, I mean, I'm redhead now. I grew up brunette. Reese is obviously blonde. Um, I think it's more. It, I think it's more of our facial expressions that are similar and then maybe sort of an essence. So she would be a good cast. I, I remember when Legally Blonde came out, I was in high school, I was like a senior, and um, the day after it came out, everyone at school was like, Blair, oh my God, oh my God, they made a movie about you. I'm like, what are you talking about? And I was so confused, but I think actually now thinking about it, it was a compliment. She's just very like, you know, she goes after what she wants, and she's not apologetic about it. She's all bright and bushy-tailed and slightly naive, but yeah. figures it out in the end. Um, so, yeah, I think Reese Witherspoon would be a good choice. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. And then in a role, um, is there one actor or actress 
that would be like your dream co-starring um, role with? Like if you could choose one um, particular actor, actress that you would love to work with on film or in television? Um, yeah. Okay. So, well, this is like the, the answer that everyone has, but there's a reason. Meryl okay. Streep. She would be amazing uh, for obvious reasons. But yeah. then there's this girl, Zoe Kazan, um, who I'm also very interested in. And she she also writes a lot of her work. Um and I don't, I don't know if it's Zoe Kazan or Zoe Kazan, but it's K-A-Z-A-A-N. Um, she's the granddaughter, I believe, of Ilya Kazan. Um, okay. And I just am so impressed with her work. I love what she's doing. It's so, um, it's very different, and she's so bright and interesting. I would love to work with her. All right. Um, and do you have any regrets as of, as of yet with anything in your career so far? Or if you could go back and do something over, would you? Hmm. <laughs> I don't really... I, I don't think it's healthy to have regrets. Yeah. But then even when I say that, part of me doesn't believe it. I think, yes, hindsight is twenty twenty, And you always can think about, you know, more effective ways that you could have done things. I guess, you know, I had a fabulous education at the University of Texas at Austin as a theater major. I went and studied abroad in London for a semester. That was one of the best things I ever did. I studied, I mean, I was terrified, but I did it, and it was it really paid off. Yeah. Um, I studied in New York for a summer, and that was really cool, too. I think I would have liked to be a little less naive coming out here, but then even I say that, and like, had I have known more, I probably wouldn't have done it to begin with. So it's just kind of this balance, you know, like, do the best you can with what you have and you have faith that you're where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I wouldn't think that I, I'd say maybe I would have moved to LA earlier and like gotten a, a start, you know, much earlier on, but then I wouldn't have had Austin and that whole community and I wouldn't have my college degree and it would be a different story. It'd be an entirely different story. Okay. Um, this is kind of a follow-up question. Uh, what advice would you give someone um, like a young actor, actress that wants to make that move to Hollywood and follow in your footsteps? Is there any sort of advice you'd give them? Yes. Really, really know who you are and really know what you want. Um, and make sure that you have just, I mean, one is cutting it close, but one or two, two people or more ideally, that you know really have your back. Yeah. you can trust no matter what and who are mentally sane and healthy and reliable and um, will sort of champion you and make you feel loved unconditionally so that you don't find your worth in whether or not you achieve success in Hollywood or whatever market you're trying to achieve success in. You really have to have that anchor in yourself, that self-love and that healthy community of people that are your family, you know, yeah. whether they're your real family or not, but just make sure to have that and have the people around you that inspire you. Continue just to throw yourself in that environment and have faith. Okay. And uh, be be fearless. Try to. <laughs> all right. That's good advice. What's your family and friends think of all the success you've had back home in Texas? I know you said you grew up in Texas, so... Uh, have they always been supportive of your career, uh, even from the beginning when, when you were like, okay, that's it, I'm moving out to Hollywood, and I'm going to pursue this dream? I, yes. They, <laughs> since 
I was a little girl, everyone was always telling me, oh, Blair, you need to be an actress. You look like an actress. Are you an actress? You just, when are you going to move to Hollywood? Yeah. And it was, that was always kind of a thing in my head. And I was a dancer from a young age, and I started acting when I was in fifth grade, I think. Um, yeah, fifth grade. And so it's funny, though, kind of how how your understanding of what it means to be an actor changes when, you know, along the path while you're walking through this journey. Um, it, when I was when I was younger, it was much more me wanting to be glamorous and part of the glitz, and and I love the fact that they they would give you a script with lines, and so like you didn't think about what you had to say. Like you mean you're going to tell me what to say, and all I have to do is like stand there and, yeah. and and interact. It sounds like so much fun, but then you realize as you get older, okay, wow, there's a lot more work that goes into this. It's so much more about the nuance and the emotional work and about um, kind of the ensemble and finding this energy, this kind of propelling forward moving energy that is that is telling the story. And that's, you know, that takes, that takes a certain um, level of commitment to do. And sometimes, sometimes I think that's hard to support, you know, because you really have to throw yourself in there. That's why I think it is so important to have that before you come out here. But yes, you know what you're getting yourself into and believe in yourself and have people that believe in you. And hopefully you all have a clear picture of what it is that you're trying to achieve. Yes. All right. Yes. All right. <laughs> I would say for the most part, <laughs> I've had support. All right. Well, that's that's good advice and, and a good answer. And last question. Do you ever pinch yourself and wake up and think this is really my life, like me on TV, me in movies, me being, me being able to act for a living? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I still have those moments where, you know, you work, you work so hard to, to get where you are. Um, I've had hundreds and hundreds of auditions and booked, you know, a handful out of those and been in a ton of different classes. Again, it has to be about the journey, but still, yes, when I, when my show comes on TV, I get all giddy inside and I'm like, oh my gosh, there I am. How did I do that? <laughs> and then I think about it and I'm like, wait, I know how I did that. That's really hard. But cool. <laughs> That's going to be the weirdest feeling. <laughs> it is. It's a funny feeling. Um, yeah. yeah, and then like you start watching shows differently too, like the shows that, that are your comfort shows and the characters and storylines that you get invested in kind of you know like where you get you get a pizza and you sit down and you watch it like you start watching things differently too like you notice the choices they're making in different ways their wardrobe what they must have been doing before that like what it's like to shoot in this in nashville versus austin versus la there are just so many pieces and so it makes it more interesting but it definitely changes your perspective in a pretty drastic way yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, cool. Blair, thanks so much for doing this. I appreciate it. And best of luck to you and all your future success in your career. Thank you. That was actress Blair Bomar, who stars on the L. Ray Network show From Dusk Till Dawn, which airs Tuesday nights at 9. You can also follow Blair on Twitter, at Healy Blair. Until next time, this is the Amore Podcast, here on AmorePodcast.com. Amore.